Hello, world, and welcome to another Monday special episode of uh, the show. Hello, world. My name is Jason Hand, and joined with me, as always, is my good friend and colleague, Anthony Bartolo. Hi, Anthony. How are you doing? Hey, Jason. How's it going? Things are going well. It's warm weather here in Toronto, so we're very excited that outdoors is an opportunity. I know what yourself. Same, same. We had some delightful weather here in Colorado, although we've got six inches of snow coming here uh, this afternoon, <laughs> which I have to say doesn't really do much for my trust and commitment issues. But that's just how it is here in, in Colorado. We, we kind of deal with with the changes. Um, but uh, yeah, it keeps us on, us on our toes. But that's what we're used to doing, right? Just like today, uh, we've got another fast paced 30 minutes of all kinds of great information and fantastic guests who are going to be sharing uh, you know, our usual topics of Teams, tips and tricks and Microsoft Green and all kinds of stuff. But before we get into that, I know that there's been some new announcements around hardware that Microsoft has shared uh, that uh, you're going to explain to our audience. So what do you know about uh, this latest Microsoft Surface stuff? So traditionally for us, we don't really carry um, news on hardware on the show, but wanted to bring this to light because it's, it's a great of interest. Uh, we announced last week the new Surface Laptop 4, which is a big deal because of the serviceability capability. And I'll talk about that in a second. So the new laptop, uh, new Surface Laptop 4, Intel flavoring uh, in the in a uh, AMD flavoring, which is amazing. So you get choice in terms of that capability. But the serviceability piece that now comes with laptop for access to the battery and to the hard drive. Uh, prior to and, and prior models, you would have to swap out the entire hardware uh, should you come into a problem or an issue. And sometimes data transfer becomes a challenge in that respect. Uh, and that's pretty much why those laptops weren't really into the business spec. Now, the ability to have access to those batteries and to the hard drives directly uh, and swap them as required is a huge benefit uh, made available on the new Surface Laptop 4, uh, which was something that the community has been asking for for a long time and awesome that it's here. What your thoughts on that, Jason, in terms of the ability to swap out parts like that? Well, first of all, that yeah, that that makes life so much nicer and easier for you know a million reasons. But I have to say that it's it's so uh, you know so nice to hear that the Microsoft you know hardware division, the the lap you know the Surface Laptop for all this is really listening to customer feedback, listening to the community on what it is that they want. We live in a different world than we did you know a year ago, and so much of it now is focused on conversations like this. So it's nice to see that. Not only are they you know, doing some stuff around the battery and that kind of thing, but also there's some interesting things around the headsets, uh, specifically with Microsoft Teams. So it's fun to see some of these things come together. And maybe our good friend Kayla can give us a little bit of pull and getting us of those uh, Teams-enabled headsets. She's laughing in the in the backstage right now. Uh, yeah. Those Teams-enabled headsets, specifically certified for Teams, the first headset to be uh, certified for Teams. It actually has a Teams button right on the headset itself that allow for uh, enable and disable of voice uh, communication across the, the headset itself. Really cool device. I'm intrigued to see if it's actually compatible with Xbox because I would love to have the one headset that does all this set of swapping headsets as we go. Uh, we also have a jam-packed show this week. Uh, what do we have for today's show? Yeah, we do. We've got uh, a bunch of stuff I want to get through on the agenda, but I also want to make a couple announcements. First of all, tomorrow there won't be a show for Hello World on Learn TV, but instead you can find a Learn Live event on Cosmos DB. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Laurent and team will be back next week uh, with all kinds of great stuff. Um, we also wanted to point out for our friends over in the AI community that there's going to be a global AI student conference happening this weekend. And you can find all the information and links to all that stuff in our show notes. So be sure to check that out after the show. We'll have everything in there. 
But as far as today goes in, in, uh, in, in the agenda, we got, of course, Kayla's going to be back and she's going to be sharing with us some really interesting stuff around accessibility offerings that they have in Microsoft Teams. Awesome's back, of course, to, to share what's going on with Microsoft Dream and all the initiatives over there. Michael's come back with us uh, with another list of five amazing learn modules all around identity. And then, of course, Diego's got some interesting uh, ideas to share with us towards the end of the show, as always, too. So it's another 30 minutes of fast-paced uh, information that, uh, yeah, always looking forward to sharing with you. So with that, maybe we should just go ahead and head over now and visit with our good friend Kayla Brooks from the Microsoft Teams, who's going to be sharing with us some ideas around accessibility within Teams. Hi, Kayla. How are you doing? Hey, Jason. I'm good. And tell Anthony we'll have to stick to devices another time, but I'll have my people talk to his people. <laughs> exactly. Sounds good. Um, well, today uh, we talk a lot about how to be more productive in teams and some of the bells and whistles you can use. But this time we're actually going to talk about some of the more standard functionality in teams that's great for accessibility. So question for you, Jason. Yeah. Do you work with anyone who speaks a different language other than English? I do. I, I'm on a, a global team. So there's a few people just in my immediate team that I meet with every single day who not only speak different language, uh, speak a different language, but they speak other languages other than their native ones. So they're multi-language, dual language in many cases. So it's very much a thing, very much a challenge that we face, uh, not just in our team, uh, but, you know, I think in a lot of a lot of people's uh, lives that they're, you know, have English as a first language. Absolutely. And one of the beautiful things about working for a global company is that you get to work with people from all across the globe. And mm -hmm. many times people do speak a different language or if they speak English, it's not their first language. So one of the great things about Teams that I'll show you is that Teams can be accessible for everyone. Um, for each message, you have the opportunity to translate it. So let's say I'm typing in English and my colleague is typing in Spanish. Usually, you know, you use a translation tool be like, I want to say this, and then you copy and paste it. Well, in Teams, you don't have to do that. You can go ahead and type the message in whatever language you choose. And then when the person receives it, they can click the translate button and it will change to the language that is default for whatever your system is set. Um, and then another thing for accessibility in terms of composing the message is that Teams is also compatible with speech to text software for those who like to dictate their message versus typing it. Wow, this is super cool. And once again, proving that there's features within Microsoft Teams that I had no idea even existed. Uh, but I love it that you're bringing this up. You know, last week we had Jenny LeFleury on, our chief accessibility officer here at Microsoft, and she was sharing all kinds of interesting things that's happening within the organization. And this is just, you know, more evidence of those types of focuses. Mm -hmm. Whatever, What other types of features and functionalities do we have available to us with regards to accessibility? So another thing um, is read aloud. So let's say someone is deaf or hard of hearing. This is a great message. Um, when you click your options, it's actually called immersive reader. Um, and so when you click it, it makes the message bigger and it'll actually read it aloud for you to be able to hear it. Um, and so I'll actually show you on my screen. Um, it'll tell you who it's from, when they sent it, and all that good stuff uh, is actually super easy. Let's see. Lynn Robbins at Monday, April 19, 
2021, 11.10 a.m. When can we meet? Perfect. Super simple. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I also yeah. noticed that you're doing that within within the browser, but I just want to point out that that's not just a browser functionality, right? That's something that's just built into Teams in general. Correct. You can do it in both the web client as well as the application. Yeah. Um, another thing that you can do in the web or in the application is something called the magnifier. I use it all the time when I can't see or can't read something. Um, you can click the control button and the plus button at the same time, and it'll actually magnify the text. Um, and similarly, you can do control and the minus button if you want to zoom out. Um, so this is great if you're reading a long message or one of my favorite times to use it is when I am actually in a Teams meeting and someone is sharing content um, and I can't really see it. So I can either ask them to zoom in uh, or I can do it myself. Um, and then another great thing about Teams meetings is while you're in the meetings, a lot of people are familiar that when you press the record button, it'll actually start transcribing as well. Well, what people don't know is that you can actually turn on the caption, closed captioning uh, without the recording. Um, so whether it be that you are hard of hearing or whether there's just noise in the background and you need some additional help knowing what people are saying, captions are super helpful. I would show you, but I don't wanna hang up on you to join a Teams meeting, but you can find it in the same options where you turn on your meeting recording. Wow. This is great stuff, Kayla. Thank you so much for sharing all of it. And thank you to the team. Pass it on. Our, you know, our thanks for everything that they're doing for inclusivity and accessibility. Anthony, let's bring it back to you. How, how, what are your thoughts on that? Kayla, if you ever want a beta tester to test out the voice functionality using the headset, I'm your person. I'm definitely down for that. But definitely, <laughs> I love this segment because I always learn something every time. Uh, so definitely, thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Shall we continue on with the show? So next up is Asim, and it's our Microsoft Green segment. It's back uh, again, uh, and great to have Asim back. This week is actually Earth Week, and Earth Day actually resides on Thursday, and I hear there's special plans for this Thursday for Hello World. Asim, what's going on? Yeah, so we're really excited about Earth Day. Well, we are really, really excited about Earth Day every single year. Um, we actually started in 1970, so last year was the 50th anniversary, and this year is the 51st anniversary. So we've got Earth Day, and we've got Earth Week, and we've got Earth Month, and maybe one day we'll have Earth Year. Um, I'm really excited because on, on Thursday, or, or on Earth Day, so the 22nd on Thursday, uh, the entire Hello World show will be taken over and focusing in on, on green and, and, and sustainability. We're going to have a couple of different... Uh, hosts. So you'll have Bill Johnson, who appeared on the show a couple of weeks ago now. Um, he is going to, and, and, and the whole stream of the show is going to focus on visual storytelling. So Bill is going to try and focus on talking about how to explain certain concepts with containers and, and energy and when to use containers in a, a in, in the most energy efficient way he's going to focus on that and really focus and try and tell that story in a visual way and Sarah will also try and uh, well will be coming along and talk about machine learning and sustainability again talking us through that in a more visual storytelling manner and Nitya is going to come on and let me if I can, I've got a screen to share here right now if I can bring it up on the screen so 
Nietzsche has been doing something really amazing over the last uh, two months. So about two months ago, she took our training module, our learn module, uh, the principles of sustainable, sustainable software engineering, and she sketched noted the entire module. So it fitted on one um, A3 piece of paper and, and, a, and a lot of people found a lot of value out of that. So what she's been doing and focusing in on for Earth Month is just really trying to help to tell the story of sustainability in this visual means. And we've had a competition that's been running actually since the, since the whole of uh, April. And what she's been doing is she's been giving out prompts to people. These are prompts to talk about or in, to inspire uh, thoughts of sustainability. So for instance, we've got like a Minecraft prompt here, which is the lumen power, which is to visual, dif visualize different sources of electricity in use today. If you're inspired by that, create a sketch note or, or an image of any form really. And then you can, once you're happy with your sketch notes, then, then tweet it back at Nitya. Her, her handle is Nitya, N-I-T-Y-A, with the hashtag visual green and, and hello and Earth Day. And the best sketch notes are gonna be shown live on the show on hello world on thursdays so it's a it's a way of getting your all of your work with some great publicity and on top of that we're going to be uh uh printing planting not printing i wish you could print trees printing trees would be amazing but planting be amazing. trees would be amazing yeah 3d print this tree so we'll be planting uh 1000 trees in the honor of the person who who on, on everybody who will be submitting a, a sketch note on on thursday so that's our plans for thursday very very excited about it and i'm really proud of the fact that hello world is gonna um really spend a lot of time talking about green and earth and the earth day and we all take like uh, one of the initiatives that nitya shares we're all you know doing our part in terms of thinking green being green and engineering green curious you made mention of the year of uh, microsoft earth i would say we've just experienced that in that we're all living, uh, working from home, living at home, and you know, doing things in different ways, not uh, jetting around or, or transporting around a lot. So we are being green in a sense. Uh, so it's been it's been a green year. So Asim, thank you very much again for for being on the segment on the show. Looking forward to Thursday's segment. Next up, we have Michael Crum uh, joining us. He's got five new Microsoft Learn modules that were recently released on identity. Take it away, Michael. Thank you so very much, Anthony. And yes, I am pleased to be back here again today. I have uh, some identity modules that I'd like to talk to you about, but believe it or not, you probably have already used some form of identity this morning, uh, whether using like Face ID on your iPhone to Windows Hello on your Windows machine or other biometric uh, types of uh, scanners that log in and confirm who you are. I think you might enjoy these five uh, learn modules that's completely based on Azure Active Directory. Let's go straight to the video. Okay here. All right, number one, this module, you're gonna examine the Azure AD Connect installation. So the options for installing and configuring the tool and how you would actually monitor your Azure AD Connect health. Once you finish planning for your directory synchronization implementation, you're ready to deploy Azure AD Connect to your environment. A couple of other things you're going to learn at the end of this is configuring Azure AD prerequisites, 
setting up your Azure AD Connect, and then monitoring synchronization services using Azure AD Connect Health. Number two, we have Microsoft 365 administrator roles and how to configure them. So uh, if you already have Microsoft 365 subscription, it already comes with a set of admin roles that you can assign to your users in your organization. So each admin role maps to common business functions and gives people in your organization's permissions to do specific tasks in the admin center. The modules provide a brief overview of the Microsoft 365 roles and then delves deeper into following roles such as an Exchange admin, SharePoint admin, and more. Jumping over to number three, number three is about identity synchronization. So it actually begins with implementing identity authentication and provisioning. So this module is going to examine the authentication and provisioning options available in M365. The options control how identities are later synchronized between on-premises, Active Directory, and Microsoft 365. So if you have an existing on-premises directory, such as Active Directory, you can integrate it nicely with Azure Active Directory by following along with this module. You'll, uh, you'll also learn how, to, uh, learn how to connect Azure AD uh, connects, how it enables coexistence between your on-premises Active Directory. Jumping on in, number four, this is all about learning how to manage user identities with Azure AD Connect is already configured. So you're going to examine how to manage users in groups in M365 with Azure AD Connect. Finally, you'll learn how to maintain directory synchronization across uh, all of your different directories or identity directories that you already have. Uh, by the time you end this module, you'll understand how to ensure your users synchronize effectively and deploy Azure AD Connect. Number five, this one is all about planning the aspects that must be considered when running Azure AD Connect to implement directory synchronization with M365. So to plan your directory synchronization with Microsoft 365, you have to understand the source directory, such as Active Directory, and other connected directories. The planning task is crucial for a successful M365 implementation. So, and you can also, inside of this, you can also plan to use Azure AD Connect in a multi-forest scenario. So, there it is. There's my five. You can obviously go to uh, uh, learn.microsoft.com and you can view the whole catalog. You can go in there and you can filter by exactly the identity modules or Azure AD modules or M365 that you might find interesting. And the links to all of these five will be in the show notes. Back over to you, Jason. Thank you, Michael. This has been another fantastic uh, highlight of five new modules, or, or at least new to me for sure, uh, that are out there in the Learn world. So thank you for putting those together, and uh, we look forward to more uh, from you next week. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, now let's move on over to Diego and see what he's up to this beautiful Monday of our Earth Week. 
Hi, Diego. Happy Earth Week to you. How you doing? Happy Earth Week. Hello, Jason. Hello, Anthony. And hello, world. I'm doing good. I'm here in my office in Seattle, the Microsoft headquarters. I have a picture of Earth to commemorate Earth Week right here. And, uh, you know, in, two, in 1997, uh, we, Homo sapiens, we launched a Cassini spacecraft to go to Saturn. And it took seven years to get to Saturn. You go to Saturn right here, and he took a picture of Earth. That little dot right there. That little dot. So these are the Saturn rings right here. That little dot, that's that's us. So I want to tell you, Jason, an audience, um, an Earth-related story. And it's the first time that when I joined Microsoft, my mind was blown. Okay? That's good? Just the first time? This, we get to learn time. the first time? Okay, yeah, lay it on us. To work on the MSN Messenger, it was a chat application, but I didn't work on the client side, I work on the service side. And the service had a set of APIs that the clients all around the world would call. And when I was learning about the service, I checked how many requests per seconds that service was servicing. This was APIs, and the number was around 100,000 requests per second RPS. Wow. I couldn't believe it 100,000 every second, you know, and that gave me an. Uh, 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 an idea that Earth may be bigger than I thought. Like it's this little dot, yes, when you travel two billion miles, <laughs> but it's actually very big. And so last week I checked our Azure, our cloud, Azure front door service that hosts the APIs that everything that our cloud powers goes through, how many requests per second it handles, and it's serving 11 million requests every second. So 11 million, check this out, 22 million, 33 million, 44 million, like that's a lot of activity that's happening around the world. So for this five minute segment, honoring Earth, I figure I would tell you some things that happen in these five minutes that I'm on Earth. Sounds, Sounds good? Perfect. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Here we go. You, we humans, in these five minutes, we're eating 175,000 chickens. In these five minutes, we're eating 2.5 million tons of potatoes. In these five minutes, 20 new books will be published. That's a lot of reading. I'm very happy about this. I love reading. 20 new books. And I love riding my bicycle. 1,250 bicycles are going to be built in these five minutes. All these numbers are approximate. Okay, <laughs> I'm rounding them down or up. But McDonald's is serving 20,000 hamburgers in these five minutes, you know. And 1 billion emails will be sent. Not today. Not this week, not these five minutes. One billion emails we're sending. And, and we're watching 3.5 million hours of YouTube, if you serialize them. 3.5 million hours. And in these five minutes, we're uploading 375,000 pictures to Instagram. That's a lot of pictures, 375,000. Teams, we're talking about teams, tips, and tricks. In these five minutes, the humanity is having over 20 years worth of Teams meetings. If you serialize the time spent on Teams in these five minutes, 20 plus years. So Earth is actually a big place. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of opportunity. You know, opportunity doesn't arrive. It's always here, you know. I, the numbers are going to get bigger because in these five minutes, 1,250 babies were born around the world. So again, there's a lot of things that happen on Earth, things that we can see. There's also things that we cannot see. This is the... The sound spectrum, you know, sounds are vibrations in the air. And this is the frequency that we can hear. We hear the humans just this, this year. But there's a lot of frequency, lower frequencies we cannot hear. Our cats can hear it. Whales can hear it. There are higher frequencies that we cannot hear. Bats can hear it and dolphins can hear it. All this stuff is there. Just because we cannot hear it 
or see it. Look at this. This is electromagnetism and light, a field and, and light. All the things that we can see are right here. It's that little sliver right there. The entire range, these are things that are there. We just humans can see it. Other animals can't, but we just can't. So a lot of things happening. So just to close, I'll say Earth is that little dot, but a lot of things are happening. There's so much opportunity that we're empowering the planet. Look at this. I did some math this morning. You know, in our galaxy alone, there are 10 billion planets that look like Earth. I'm not talking about Mars or Venus. I'm talking about Earth-like planets, 10 billion. And that's in our galaxy alone, but we have 22 trillion galaxies in the observable universe, but in the universe, actually. So you multiply these numbers, we have one, two, and 22 zeros of Earth-like planets in the universe. So there's a lot of opportunity for life, a lot of opportunity. But until we figure out how to get there, this is the only planet we have. So call to action, Jason, for you and the audience would be, let's take care of this planet. It's the only one we have. Don't you agree? It, it, absolutely. It is the only one we have. We all have to look out for it. You said something interesting. We were talking before camera, something about a quote by Carl Sagan. Well, you had brought up that image of, of that little speck, which is us. And that's, you know, I think uh, from Carl Sagan, he's he's got a quote that I'll summarize something to the fact of that's everyone, everyone you've ever known, everyone who's ever existed. Every human being is, you know, who's ever lived their lives is on that little tiny speck. And that's all of us. And we've only got one of those. So, uh, you know, we... Every hamburger yeah. ever eaten is in that planet. Yeah, I've contributed to some of those, some of those hamburgers and potatoes too. It's my guilty pleasure. To, to really close, for you folks, like there's so much opportunity in the world. So sometimes we get caught up in a real world, a real dramas about work or relationships or like there's a lot of opportunity out there. So please seize the day, take care of Earth, and I'll have more for you on Friday. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Diego, for, for another great segment to, to, to kick us off here on Monday. Let's bring Anthony back in here. Uh, Anthony, we uh, have already made it to the end of our time. So quickly it passes. But, uh, you know, I love all, I love all of the, the, the learnings that we have, as they say. Uh, let's go through things real quickly. Just a couple announcements before we have to say goodbye. Just a quick reminder that tomorrow we won't have uh, we won't have an episode of Hello World. Instead, you can find a Learn Live event on Cosmos DB that'll be taking place on on uh, Learn TV. And uh, you had mentioned also you know a little bit about what's going to be taking place right after us next on on Hello World. What is that? Yeah, next up is our good friend Pierre Roman, fellow uh, cloud advocate, who will be uh, sitting down with a couple of guests and doing a deep dive on PowerShell, which is on Learn TV right after Hello World. Yes, excellent, excellent. And then we've also got, you know, we'd like to point out that it's uh, it's Earth Day on Thursday, but of course, as we mentioned, it's Earth Week for us, and and we kind of try to focus a little bit on it for you know all of the time that we can. And uh, on Thursday, we've got a special episode just focusing in on on uh, Earth Week and Earth Day, as Awesome had mentioned in his segment. A couple other announcements too, in terms of events, we've got this weekend coming up on uh, the 24th of April is for our AI community. We've got the Global AI Student Conference happening. And we'll have links to all this stuff available over in the show notes so you can go check that out too. And then one other event I wanna point out too, because I'm hosting it next week, is gonna be the All Around Azure, which is a global event taking place in time zones all around the world with different hosts, different guests. And we're going to be talking about DevOps on GitHub. So that's going to be a really important topic for a lot of folks. I'm, I'm really looking forward to being part of that again. And let's bring everybody back uh, from the show because, you know, uh, what I love about the all around Azure is it's not targeted towards one, one audience. 
it's all about inclusiveness and enablement and having everybody participate, whether you're a developer, you're an IT professional, a business decision maker. It's all about the best practices of communication together. And that's what I love about this show, too, is that we all communicate, we all share, and everybody learns from each other. And that's what All Around Azure is all about, too, in terms of those moments in time that allow us to share with everybody what we've learned and for everybody to provide the feedback back in terms of what they learned. And feedback is most important. We want to make sure that you provide the feedback in terms of what we're doing in the show. How, how are we doing? What segments do you like seeing? What's, what uh, items did you like to see changed? Make sure to provide your feedback at aka.ms forward slash hello world feedback to let us know how we can make this show better for you. Yes, that's a great point. Um, thank you for bringing that up. We do want to hear from you. We'd love to engage with you. And you know, you are our community and we do this for you. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on what we're doing that you love, what we can do to make things better. And uh, you know, just try to make this something that really speaks to everybody. So with that, I'll say goodbye here. Thank you so much, Kayla and Asim and Diego and Michael and everybody else that's been joining us, Anthony, of course and uh, everybody backstage. So we'll see you again next week. And thank you again. This has been Hello World on Learn TV. Thanks all.